0: Would you call yourself
1: a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics?
0: No, no. See,
1: somebody sent me a video actually last
2: Friday and it had you talking at the Socialist Committee.
0: Oh, yes, right. yes, yes. And you
3: mentioned
2: the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a
0: rally and I am have been about 25 years old. comrade, 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 comrade. Comrade. Comrade, 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 comrade. That was in 2009. Oh well, I can't remember which country it was and in. Has changed, changed since those days? No, not particularly. No.
4: If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account
0: for? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two week period of sustained propaganda, of sustained propaganda. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health for that information. Do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, Uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, And so, I really ask people to focus. The most egregious example of that appears to be this text, which originated in Malaysia and has kind of has become a viral hoax in Australia and in New Zealand. How irresponsible is it the people that are sharing that news of a lockdown imminent in New Zealand? Yeah. And and look, that's the kind of thing that adds um, to the anxiety that people feel so I continue to share the message New Zealanders must prepare but do not panic prepare and and when you see those messages remember that unless you hear it from us um, it is not the truth and I really ask people just visit Uh, COVID-19.govt.nz, it has all of the up-to-date information and we will continue to provide everything you need to know. Nine COVID-19 cases reported yesterday in the Nelson Marlborough region have now been confirmed as the Omicron variant. And a further case from the same household was confirmed late yesterday. These cases are in a single family that flew to Auckland on 13 January to attend a wedding and other events on the weekend of January 15 and 16. An initial estimate suggests that there were well over 100 people at these events. This cluster has already led to an additional infection of a fully vaccinated Air New Zealand flight attendant who picked it up on a flight 5083 on January 16 from Auckland to Nelson that the family was on. That flight attendant has worked for additional flights whilst infectious. We were also informed late yesterday of a further case who was at the wedding. But even more importantly, we don't yet have a clear lead on the index case that links this family to the border as we have with our other Omicron cases to date. That means Omicron is now circulating in Auckland and possibly the Nelson Marlborough region, if not elsewhere. On that basis, as we have previously signalled, the whole of New Zealand will move into the red setting of the traffic light system at 11.59pm tonight, Sunday 23 January. As I set out this week, our strategy is to slow the spread of Omicron down. This includes boosters and public health measures such as mask wearing and restrictions on gatherings while keeping the pressure off our health system to protect those most at risk of getting sick. Our plan for managing Omicron cases in the early stage remains the same as Delta, where we will rapidly test contact trace and isolate cases and contacts in order to slow the spread. Given our low number of Delta cases, we currently have significant capacity in our system to attempt to stamp out outbreaks, and our teams are already hard at work to contain this one. But as we've seen elsewhere in the world, Omicron is significantly more infectious, and in due course, we know we will see far more cases than we have in the two years of the pandemic to date. But the difference to previous outbreaks is that we are vaccinated and we are even better prepared. Limiting the threat of Omicron will take a team effort like we've done before and there is one task that I'm explicitly requesting New Zealanders to undertake as soon as possible. Get boosted,
3: there you go, folks. Get boosted. Um, that was the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda uh, Dern. And uh, with me today, this evening, I should say is Heidi Collins. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Grant. And also Brad Flutie. Hi, Brad. Hi, Grant.
1: How you going? How
3: you doing? Um, Brad, you, I just wonder if you could just unpack for us what the traffic light system means in New Zealand, and what it's actually designed for. Would you be able to do that?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I won't really describe how it protects New Zealanders because I don't really comprehend how it actually does that. But I will explain how it segregates New Zealanders. And it's a very good mechanism to use when you're trying to control the narrative. Um, essentially, you don't want people who dissent against your me- your measures or your failed measures to contain a cold. Uh, it's to stop people who dissent against that nonsense from communicating with the people who need to have the same thing just repeated over and over and over again so they can believe that it's true, no matter how nonsense it sounds. That's how the traffic light system works.
3: And you were saying um, to me uh, this morning that it's designed to um, aggravate people. And to put vaccinated to put us vaccinated against the unvaccinated. How does? Yeah, and what's the main way they do that in the system? Well,
1: media media rhetoric, um, especially the way they depicted um, many of us in the, I guess you could call the the opposing the nonsense narrative group. Uh, or freedom Mm. group. I suppose you could call us a freedom group. I mean, Mm. they haven't given a, an evidence backed reason why they should be allowed to uh, take all this freedom away by consent. They haven't delivered. They haven't delivered that reason. So, (sighs) so
3: it it keeps us, it, it keeps dissenters like us out of social conversation areas, doesn't it? Like bars and restaurants and, um, Absolutely. They don't want our perspectives being mixed with the, the new digital slave economy. I think that's what you were getting at this morning when I spoke to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm. yep, create an economy in where there's uh, a group of people who are basically told the same opinion every single day. Uh, keep the ones who have a different opinion out of these social gathering areas, Yeah. Uh, especially the, the very influential ones, the ones that definitely won't comply with any of their... Um, mandates, and by the way, um, if you want to interpret the definition of mandate properly, there's two mm-hmm. there's two different interpretations for it. There's uh, pass authority onto someone else, or uh, um, force someone else uh, because the government can't force someone else because they're bound by law and legislation. Uh, they pass that liability onto someone else who was chosen to um, accept and consent to the mandate. Which is essentially just inferring that the COVID Response Act uh, overrides law. It doesn't. Um, all that needs to be done, is you call them out for it, correctly. Correctly.
3: Right. Looks like Jaspre, um I'll just ask you to turn your volume down, Jasper, if that's okay. Um, Brad, thank you for that. We've also got Liz Lambert. Um, she's a lawyer, a lawyer from an lawyer a lawyer from Auckland. And um, hi, Liz. How are you? Thanks for coming and joining us. Perhaps, perhaps oh, Liz has gone off. It. Hi, how are you? have been yep. very busy. I hear you've been on fire this weekend.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't want it put out, though. Thanks very much.
3: No, I want it to, got-
5: I wanted to uh, catch catch everybody else as well.
3: Yep. Now, you, you, Liz, you've got a very important meeting, a Zoom call it, at at seven thirty, so we won't hold you up. And then I'd like to come back to Brad if that's all right. Um, so, what do you? What's your take on the traffic light system, and why do you think we're in it now? Do you think it's all true, or do you think it's a false flag?
5: well um it's another it's another test uh because they um they' have been um they've got into trouble with employers now they've got into trouble with business and uh they're beginning to see the business that business doesn't want to do this anymore uh so they've moved it over to i suppose you would call it into that next uh, private realm <clears throat> our, i mean our workplaces should be. Uh, relationship be, should be between the worker and the boss, not between the worker and the state. Um, and same with the bosses; it should be between the bosses and the worker, not between the boss and the state. But anyway, they've intervened in that. Now the bosses don't like it, and um, <clears throat> and so there, there's there's uh, rumblings about um, um, you know uh, some part of some parts of the um, Sectors um, saying to the ones further up the chain, um, we're going to start suing you uh, for disturbing our 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 um, business with all of this. So they haven't actually got to the state yet because, of course, we know that the state has um, has kind of washed its hands of that. Uh, but what they have done um, is they have then said, okay, and it's quite subtle. It's like Okay, uh, you can all stay open. Um, that's, that's what, you know, it was sort of surprising. Uh, I even had, I even had a, a chant worked out, you know, of, uh, when she says lockdown, we say lock her up. But we haven't had a chance to use that, unfortunately, because we've got, we haven't had a lockdown. But what we're going to do is, um, the workers are actually going to shut the, the economy down now. And just for a little while, um to make sure that um these public servants know they are our servants and not the other way around. So that's what we're organizing at the moment. And um especially in the um especially in the um food food area. Now people got tons of food, don't worry, nobody's gonna starve and you've all got your toilet rolls, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, um <clears throat> the thing is uh, we are not going to accept slavery. And um, the only way to show the, the slave masters that uh, you aren't going to uh, accept slavery is is revolt.
3: I think Brad um, Furti would agree with uh, you, Liz, with those sentiments, wouldn't you, Brad? You'd agree with that. absolutely. Mm.
1: Slavery yeah. is a crime, is it not, yeah. Liz? Beg your pardon? Slavery is a crime, is it not?
5: It is a crime, and uh, but we can't seem to rely on the um, the lawyers and the courts to you know to bring this forward and to the attention uh, of the of the courts and and to, um, and to stop the slave masters anymore. Uh, so the um, the workers just have to um, have to down tools if you like, and that's what section eighty three does that allows you to do that. It allows you to do that lawfully because, of course, um, we, do, we kill two birds with one stone here. Uh, not only do we uh, regain our freedom um, because the mandates will come down, uh, but we also then uh, have pointed out that the hazard on the workplace that we are down tools about um, and leaving the workplace under Section 83 is, um, is a hazard that needs to be investigated and we will find out who let it in? Who were the people who wrote the um, who wrote the uh, what would you call it the orders etc. And lied about uh, uh, that they had uh, checked it. We're going to find that out, and and we can do this all by starting off with a Section eighty three, um, and then once we've got the mandates down. Uh, we can we can go on to the um, investigations of um, how it all happened. So even though uh, you know we've got the USA and we've got the UK and we've got Ireland now, who have pulled down their mandates. Uh, the UK gave some rubbish story about oh it's an endemic, so that's why we're bringing them down. Um, uh, the Ireland said. Um, uh, the Irish Prime Minister said, oh, you know, we, it's time that the Irish smiled at each other again and, you know, we want to sing and, um, you know, can't talk about a ridiculous um, uh, statement. But anyway, they've all um, basically brought their mandates down. Now, the Americans were the most, um, cl- is, is the most interesting, um, the way their mandate came down was to do with, um, was to do with the fact that, as I've been saying all along, what Worksafe were doing in um, um, uh, you know instructing um, employers to uh, to get get people um, vaccinated, masked or, or tested was illegal. It wasn't, um, wasn't something they were even allowed to do under their own act. Well, in the United States, what happened was and this, this involved eighty four million workers in the Supreme Court of the USA. Um, bringing this judgment down, six to three, um, uh, was that their, the their equivalent of WorkSafe, which is, um, OSHA, um, and under their, um, Occupational Health and Safety Act, um, I think it's 1970, uh, then they had exceeded their power. Okay, so that's why those mandates had to come down. Now, <clears throat> In New Zealand, the equivalent is um, the Health and Safety at Work Act two thousand and fifteen and Worksafe. So, Worksafe, uh, same fact, uh, fact, fact scenario, and same um, administrative uh, sort of body, uh, Worksafe and OSHA are the same. Um, <clears throat> so, um, the facts are that that um, uh, that was that would have been the same situation in the UK. And the same situation in Ireland. They've all done it the same way. Same situation in, in uh, Canada, and um, the um, Canada and Australia. Okay, uh, they all have the equivalent of the Health and Safety at Work Act. Uh, they call it different things sometimes. They've all got a slightly different, um, all got a different section number. Um, in Australia, it's Section eighty four, which is the equivalent of Section eighty three. Um, the the other two that are you know that we've we've known about now are those two. So so we're ahead of the game in that we will bring it down from the correct end because we're not going to wait for the courts. Um, you know we can we can start um, to actually have a. Um, uh, you know people have relied on uh, first they rely on uh, the idea that you're going to you're going to vote um you're going to use your power as as a as a group to um uh to vote and to power people who will be um uh you know keen on what you're keen on you know'll we'll have the, see the good life the way you see it okay but in in that in that instance when especially when you've got political parties, all it ends up is bullying. So, um, you know, the minority gets bullied by the majority, so um <clears throat> so political parties have to win, so and the other way, of course, is people rely on on the law, and they should be able to rely on the law, but the people who administer the law and the people who are skilled in the law are generally not on the side of the people who want justice uh it doesn't uh they charge too much for a start. And uh, and then when you get to um when you get to the to the courts you often find that the judges are are not on your side either. So so what you've got to do really is you've got to say, Okay, uh we've got it we have got law that protects us and we can use it individually as we can do with section eighty three. So yeah. So in terms of, uh, uh, you know, what I'm saying is, and I've made a couple of, I've done a couple of Zoom um, interviews now, uh, one with El, uh, Kelvin Alp, and one with Forrest Stevens, and, um, Stevens, sorry, uh, and uh, one's on the Section 83 page and one's um, on Counterspin Media. But Kelvin said he'll put it over on Telegram because I know people, a lot of people don't want to be on, I don't want to go anywhere near Facebook at the moment. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, so as you can see, I've been pretty busy because I've been organising <clears throat> different, uh, different groups of workers around the country to, um, you know, sort of um, uh, share information, if you like, because they, this is the thing. Every person who puts in a Section 83 takes responsibility for themselves, right? This is not like... We we use some of the tactics of the union movement, of course, for organisation. But in the end, it's much stronger than a union movement because they don't. Everybody can um, has themselves to rely on, right? So nobody you, you can't you can't be um, there can't be secret deals made behind doors. Um, everybody knows uh, and makes their own decision about putting in the Section 83. But what I'm calling for is mm. that um, everybody um, get a, a Section 83, especially those workers um, in the uh, supply chain um, and those workers in the food, uh, the food um, sector, um, to, to put in their Section 83 and stay away. So um, I'm even saying, look, if, even if you're in the middle of a shift um, and uh, you've got your Section 83, you've been waiting to do it, just um, just put it in now and go home. How and
3: do you're they do with that? Within your
5: legal right. To do
3: How do they do that?
5: Uh, well, the, the Section 80. Oh, well, they always do it by um, email. This is the beauty of, of living in the electronic age, right? Yeah. Um, and you always but, got to remember that the worker has always had that ha- always had that right. There's nothing I,
3: I, new. Just the way it's a bit, it slow. A bit of, yeah. I might be a bit slow. So, if, so if I wanted to put in a section eighty three, so it's a form, is it?
5: It's it's no, it's not a form. It's a letter. Right. Um, it's a letter to your employer that okay. that points out to him or her that um or your boss. Um, because I like to use the um, I like to use the language of the act. Um, <clears throat> of your, um, uh, PCBU or uh, CEO sometimes, PCBU, the person in charge of the business or undertaking, uh, that, um, that you considered as a hazard on the, um, in the workplace and you're withdrawing out of it until they, um, they remove that hazard. Now, of course, the hazard, uh, in the, in the letter, you, you, you talk about both, um, the COVID-19, um, the COVID-19 hazard and the um, vaccination hazard. However, now that the um, uh, Supreme Court of, of USA has said, no, it's um, it's not a, a, a workplace hazard anyway, COVID-19. It's that's uh, right. That, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's lost its power. However, um, you know, then that's good because it focuses more on what the real hazard in the workplace is, is this threat of being vaccined, um, you and know, otherwise killed. you'll lose your job. So they've, they've made it basically a condition of employment.
3: Mm. Right. So it's got you um, over a barrel.
5: Yeah. Well, no, we've got them over a the barrel. Now, yep. you with your labour, you've got them over the barrel. You know, you've, right. always, got to, um, you've always got to think from um, what you're going to do to them, not what they're going to do to you.
3: To get a template of this letter, they go to your Facebook page?
5: Section 83NZ. Uh, yeah, it's called Section 83NZ, and the NZ is in capital letters. Yeah. Um, uh, the Zooms, we had a bit of um, trouble um, getting them on.
3: Is uh, it a Facebook today. page, though, that Section 83? Uh, yeah,
5: it's a Facebook page, yeah.
3: Yeah, yes. okay, that's good. Yeah, mm. Brilliant and there's a template yes. there and you can follow that and then you can send that off to your employer and i think yeah. heidi you um you've you've got something sorry you've got something that relates to that haven't you something that's happening with um with your kids
0: yeah so i've kept the barbershop opening through all of this and then um food are mandating by the 27th of march so today i just downloaded the um midsafe new zealand data sheet and went through because um you know, the participants have planned to be followed up for ex- I can't even say the word for protection, <laughs> between, yeah that's it, for 24 yeah. months after the second dose but they've got no timing on this so I was just able to go through the whole New Zealand data sheet from Medsafe and pose all these questions um, to the owner operator that is being forced through, through foodstuffs to mandate so that's because they've gone through the work and safety risk assessment so they oh. can't go forward um, with any of it until they've asked all our Answered all our questions.
3: Now, Liz, you've worked with Heidi with her case, haven't you? So, is that is Heidi on the right track?
0: Yeah,
5: um, good. Um, now, um, somebody called me and said, um, um, you know, a, a keen person who's got it, who's got the shop open in defiance of um, defiance of uh, Worksafe, because we've also got a Worksafe letter that um, shows um, shows Worksafe the door. And um anyway he said, Oh, can I send in a section a? you know, can I and I said, Well, yeah, you can you can close your shop in solidarity, that would be fine. I said, but <laughs> you know, we've just fought to keep you open. <laughs> so um maybe just a good idea to open up and, and and inform all of your customers and get it out there and be um be one of the people who talks about it and said because even if we get, even if we get, uh, uh, you know, the less than close down at the economy response today, this is going to pick up like a snowball. I mean, once once we start to talk about it, uh, I think we got 700 new members on the page in about an hour. Um, it just went zomp, you know, and and I don't know how the moderator's keeping up, but um, <clears throat> so, um, so everybody wants, uh, you know, people who haven't heard about it are saying, "Oh, I want to do, it. I want to do it." So, uh, and and uh, they're going to have to do a, a very quick um, uh, uptake on on how it's done. But you know, I'm saying we are at such that we are at, at such a crossroads that people have to take that step in, in faith now and say. Yes, we we understand now that we're being kept in slavery and in actual fact they're wanting to cull a herd. They don't want as many slaves as they ever wanted. Mm. They want to um, get rid of a whole lot because they want to bring in robotics and AI and you don't need a whole lot of people uh, running the economy then. So we've got to take the chance now and we've got to do it because there's not going to be any turn around by then, we're not going to have a little bit of New World Order. Um, uh, That's not (laughs) the way they work.
3: We're listening to uh, Heidi Collins. Um, We've got Brad Flutie, and we have um, Liz Lambert as a lawyer, and also Larry is there as well. Larry, welcome. And uh, we have uh, Jaspreet Bopare, Bopare who is um, a farmer from Southland, and we've got uh, a guest from Australia uh, South Osman he's from Melbourne and so feel free to guests to chime in and uh, talk amongst yourselves talk to Liz if you want to um, if you want to bring something to the table happy for you to do that we'll be back in a moment
0: Thank you for calling the customer service center for the Pfizer Biontech COVID-19 vaccine also known as Comirnaty COVID-19 vaccine mRNA The emergency use of the product has not been approved or licensed by FDA, but has been authorized by FDA under an Emergency Use Authorization, EUA, to prevent coronavirus disease 2019. You should not get the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine if you are pregnant, plan to become pregnant or our breastfeeding
6: there's been over a 20 to 1 return if you had put that money into an s p 500 and reinvested the dividends you'd come up with something like 17 billion dollars but you think it's 200 billion dollars here yeah
2: you're okay you're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations these vaccines are highly highly effective
5: vaccinated people do not carry the virus don't get sick
2: they're really really good against variants everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves but reducing their transmission uh, to other people
0: and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. A
2: key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up, so that you get almost no almost no, uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in ICU unit and you're not going to die if you are fully vaccinated you no longer need to wear a mask
5: anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities large or small without wearing a mask or physical distancing but what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission you know we didn't have vaccines
2: that block transmission we got vaccines that help you with your health but they only slightly reduce the transmissions we need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person.
0: Reports from our international colleagues,
5: including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early.
2: And if you look at Israel, Mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half Ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. A booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every adult, every adult to get a booster shot. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in.
3: Don't try it, Bill. Every dollar you put in... You get twenty back, so that's so we know why you're in it, and we know, and we know why they don't want you back in Africa because you, you killed a lot of people over there. Well, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, and now we're into the uh, red alert. We've got the red uh, code right throughout the entire country. Brad Flutie says it's designed to pit one of us, uh, pit us against one another, the vaxed against, against the unvaxed, and um, Liz. Uh, would you agree with that? Would you agree that that it's really um, well? First of all, is it a false flag? Is, do we really have Omicron? Do you, in your heart, do you believe we have this variant, or do you think it's a false flag? Liz has gone away. Brad, I think you agree that it's Brad, probably a false flag, sorry, wouldn't you?
5: Sorry, no, I hadn't gone away. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Fighting, uh, fighting for your sorry mute about button. That.
3: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone else uh, no, just chime I, in when you want to.
5: Yeah, I, I think it's a natural result of a lot of variation, um, I guess, a, a mutation going on. As as um, as a um, coronavirus is mutating, uh, it's getting weaker, and so Omicron, but it gets more, um, it gets, it spreads much more easily. So but both of those things are true. So, of course we're getting we're going to have loads and loads of cases, but it's going to be very, very mild. However, it's not going to be so mild for people who've had a number of vaccinations because what you're doing at the same time as vaccinating um is that you will lower and this with this stuff you were lowering your natural immunity, so they're they're becoming what do they call it vaccine? Um, the, de- um, uh, antibody dependent or something like that. Yeah. Resistant. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's like you get, you're getting an autoimmune disease is developing in, 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 um, highly vaccinated people vaccinated mm. people. So they're, they're becoming weaker, um, and, and less able to resist even the, even, um, very mild forms. So if people are getting sick, well, I'd say the two things are that they've got lowered immunity. Um, they don't seem to know much about their health anyway. And they um, are wearing masks far too much. And if you've got lowered immunity and you've got even, a, uh, you know, something mild about and you wear a mask, uh, you might end up with viral pneumonia or, or um or what's the other one? Bacterial pneumonia. So yeah, I think we are going to have a lot of people in hospital. But it's um, and of course and then uh, you've got the the other um, side effects of the vaccine, which is um, you know terrible um, terrible blood clots and strokes and heart disease and terrible. So yeah, it's um, pretty pretty awful. But anyway, the ones who are going to survive are going to survive as free people, and um, that's what we're about.
3: The pure bloods, the people like us.
5: Yeah, and of course we want to, we want to sue the hell out of um, uh, the government and get them to sue the um, Pfizer so that these people can be cared for and, uh, you know, in, a, in, in the right way. Hmm. We yeah. Some people are out. saying
3: that the, the, there are no variants, that the variants are just vaccine-injured people. Would you, no, do you think there's be. a possibility that they could be right?
5: It, it's a possibility. Mm. Um, I, I just noticed I that the either. British Med- Medical Journal is um, is now demanding that uh, Pfizer comes up with the um, uh, the results uh, and tell tell people what's in it for a start. The doctors mm. haven't known what's in it um, apparently, um, and. <laughs> and also they want to um they want them to release the um the results of the trials that they did on humans um and uh, you know we know all about that but um they've been resisting but yeah, the British medical journalists now um after the va- uh, the mandates have come down now they've suddenly become a bit brave. Uh, I don't know whether they did it before that or not because of course now um there's nobody um in in the uk that um will will lose their job if they because they don't they don't have to um you know the doctors and that they don't have to vaccinate people anymore the ones who come in are poor lambs to the slaughter who who just don't understand what's going on so now they're now they're probably trying to um sort of repair repair a bit and say oh okay don't take it now I've found out what's in it definitely don't take it
3: do you think there's a lot more vaccine hesitancy now? Like I've met people that said they've had two shots, two shots because they have had to, and they didn't want to, right. but they did. But they said we're not right. taking, a, we're not getting a booster. Do you think they'll
5: buckle? Well, it's, yeah, those are the people we want. We want on, uh, you know, who are still working there, and um, we've still got our mandate in place. So they need to, they need to get a section eighty three as well and get out and um and bring it to the you know because they're not going to get any any help it seems from any politicians or or even any lawyers you know people have been going and saying help help to the legal profession getting you know even businesses that want want to open up and and are trying to get lawyers to, the legal profession is useless they, they're mm. just saying no you've got to get um oh I heard it here's a good one um. Uh, the Lone Star Cafe, you know, um, yeah, they in got the news, worried yeah. about um, and wanted to wanted to sue the um, sue the what do you call them um, the franchisor. Uh, I, I'd said to them, "Off, oh, sue them," and um, <clears throat> as well, you know, make a start. and um, And they went and they they went around. Oh, and they went. Somebody advised them to go to ask my chin, right? Now she's a buddy of um, of Jeffrey Palmer's. Apparently, they called her up, and she said to them, um, "Well, you've got two choices: get get vexed or close your business." This is supposed to be this is supposed to be the big time constitutional lawyer in New Zealand. She didn't she's even running, know she's that, running scared. Couldn't even work out for herself that that an actual fact the orders are illegal. Even then, this is after the after the fact. But the Americans had come out with uh, with the um, statement that you know the American Supreme Court. You would think yep. she'd be interested in listening to that.
3: Hmm. They've probably got something on her. She's probably compromised, Liz, like Greg Hellickson. Oh,
5: goodness. What do you
3: think, Brad? Yeah. Um, Shane, uh,
2: uh, I've missed maybe. quite a bit, so I don't want to repeat things. <laughs> That's all right, mate. Good to have you here. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, did did we go over that Waitangi was held early, and then all of a sudden, all the lockdown came.
3: I'd like you to talk about that, and I'd like Brad yeah, to yeah. comment on that as well as as well as you, Liz. Yeah. Go ahead, Shane.
2: Yeah, it's a. It, I think we went through this uh, during another lockdown, where uh, I think it was prior to the lockdown. Where Cindy came up, got her feelings hurt in Northland, and then immediately locked part of Northland down. <laughs> I think she's uh She seems to be following a similar pattern now. The other part <laughs> of it, the other part of it is, is all of a sudden Waitangi happened, and then uh, these cases are out, and then we're locked down too. So,
3: yeah,
2: uh, lots of uh, lots of coincidences and lots of similarities to other events.
3: I so, wonder yeah, to see. Seemed- down at, um, at Calvin and, and Hannah, down at uh, in the top of the South Island. I, she said there were some cases down there of this Omicron, and I wondered whether they'd been upsetting her, and that, so she thought she'd punish them for a, a week or two.
5: <laughs> I, I had to laugh. It was the Tasman uh, area, wasn't it? You know, the, the, yeah, that the home of the free, New Freeland, yeah. right? Free, new Freeland. <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly. The I alternative news virus spread. Hey, do you think she wants to go ahead and marry Clark with an E, or do you think she's trying to get invented the whole thing to get out of this wedding?
5: Well, she said apparently she said it's cancelled.
3: I thought they were hunting yeah. him down. They were trying. She probably had to if you can't find him. <laughs> Smart guy. Well, it's, a good, it's a good excuse. Uh, I did read. I did excuse. read it in
2: the news and news hub that. She was going on about, well, I couldn't get married right now because so many people have sacrificed through COVID and you no, know, not just like I've sacrificed. And I thought, well, not really. They're, they've sacrificed in a different way, and that sacrifice is vaccine injury and vaccine death. Mm-hmm. And now Rory James Nairn and Ashley Wilson can't get married. She, didn't, she chose not to mention
3: that. Hmm. They can't get married because she killed one of them. Yeah. killed rory um another thing i wanted to talk about was the farm um, with jazz breed um we've got farm i think it's silver fern farm said that people have are mandated they have to be all the employees of silver fern have to be vaccinated how do you, you do you do you own your own farm there or do you work for a large uh, farmer how does it work for you in southam
6: to uh, my husband and I, we are contract milkers. So we right. managed to adjoining farms 1,300 cows for a large equity partnership.
3: Do you see the day where they'll be forcing mandates on you?
6: Yes, I do, actually, because, mm. I mean, my next-door neighbours are a dry stock farmer and mm. they can't sell their own mm. stock directly by going to the lawn wheel sale yards, which he had been going to for the last 30 years right. because... We can't do it either. It has now been deemed an event till last year sale yards stockyards selling buying of livestock was an essential service now it's an event and every stock agent has to be vaccinated If this is all happening outdoors every farmer has to be vaccinated so it is it is coming I'm under no illusions that will catch up
5: no it won't <laughs> you know Go on, what's going to stop it if the, if the um, sharers Put in a section mm. eighty three and say we're not sharing the flock. They'll soon pull in their head. All you, you know, this is the thing.
3: It's,
6: I mean, that's it's all they it really did. Withdraw labour.
3: Stop milking. Um,
6: Fonterra is doing this, uh, but Fonterra has recently, just this week earlier, I think Wednesday, they agreed to listen to because uh, a group of employees got together and they put in a fifty eight page submission. So. Fonterra agreed to a Zoom session, I believe a 45 minute one, uh, no more than three speakers to listen to those concerns in person or via Zoom as well. So uh, nice. the people are still waiting to hear the feedback on that, but uh, it yeah. is certainly going to be interesting times. I yeah. just met yeah. with a stock agent, This not a stock agent, someone who works as an inspector in one of the meatworks uh, this afternoon. And they were telling me that out here, they are down to a single chain. There used to be five chains uh, processing uh, the culling of, uh, you know, animals. And uh, come April, if if things keep going like this, that's when dairy farms, you know, empty cows or things, animals you're not milking for the next season, that's when they go. It's going to get hard, quite hard. Mm. So I think we've reached a stage where people are not speaking up. Until they themselves feel the pain, and so far, farmers themselves are not directly affected. Right. You know.
5: Yeah. Well, you know the the only um, the only real um, the only time that that a uh, this is a strike we're talking about, and, and I will call it that, but I, I call it the strike to end all strikes because once we are out this is not about money this is striking for freedom all of the other ones have been about money you can fix it with money you cannot buy freedom with money okay so people um you, you know and and money is not going to be offered and money is not going to be taken this is about people saying right you stop this mandate or your we stop the country, and people can do it they they really can because a, a lot of the people who um, have put for for example in the police right mm. a lot mm. of the frontline police will not be be vaccinated. the police are trying to wriggle around at the moment, uh, but the reason that they got to the stage of saying, "Oh we're going to do it was that was police employees. Um, who were all putting up their hands and saying, oh, yes, we'll do it, we'll do it, right? But the real people, the people who actually keep this country running have got more sense in most cases. And and now even the ones who, who have gone and got jabbed now want to join, now don't want any more. So we've given them an, an open door. I, I believe it'll work. It, it must work because otherwise we we have lost everything. And we don't intend to. Um, we will We will um, continue to fight and uh, we will win. Because we've got God on our side as well. I believe God people win. Is, God, God this, doesn't want 75% of his population gone. Thank you.
6: This is not the way this ends. I mean, I think Dear Leader has been uh, overestimating people's patience with this. There, there comes a time when people have to draw the line. I've had so many people since this morning call me. I'm literally sitting with my phone charging, just about the fact that now children, uh, over uh, you know anyone uh, over class four, year four, they are now they now need to wear masks. For many parents, kids is one place that's a hill they're prepared to die upon, and uh, never underestimate that.
3: God. Jaspreet Bo Parai is the uh, Voices for Freedom representative in the Southland de- district, isn't that right, Jaspreet?
6: Yep, the Indra in Cargill yep. one. Yeah, we've in got Vicar- a couple more now in the rest of yep. Southland.
3: Just for yep. the others who are coming into the podcast.
6: And I, I will be ditching you guys uh, soon. Grant, my VFF webinar starts in uh, starts at eight o'clock.
3: Yes. No, you feel free to dro- drop away as soon a as sound you sound
6: check and a video check at quarter to eight.
3: No problem. Yeah, yep. we don't let us keep you. Um, also, I wondered whether South Osmond, whether you'd like to chime in and tell us what's going on in Melbourne. I don't know if you've got the time to do that, South. You might have slipped away. Oh, there he is. How are you doing, mate?
4: Yeah, hi, Grant. Not too bad. You yeah, I, I'm not in Melbourne, so I'm in. Atlanta, oh, okay.
3: So comment on. <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs> bad guess. Hey, what's your name again, um, South? Um, South Osman, what's your? Do I just call you South Osman? Yeah, you, you can call me either of them South Oz or Yeah, yeah, yep. What's happening with um mandates in, in in uh in your area, your district?
4: Well, you a mandate's... still going so ahead actually, or anyway. So, a mean just a suggestion of contracts. So, when people hmm. get the term mandate, um, under their under their wing, they're only actually. Um, if you look at the real term of mandates, it's just a contract, so it's not an actual law. And, um, and for down here, sorry, you go ahead. I was just gonna say that so that's one thing that a lot of people got to realize that they're holding over their head that isn't even um, lawful for one, let alone the Nuremberg codes. And um, I just like to add, too, that was brought up about the food chain. I mean, they're having enough they they got enough things about the food problems coming already and i predicted um a long time ago the february will be pretty much the kickoff and you can see the ripple effects coming so with us if we want to um cause a problem in in the chain we're only going to cause a problem in ourselves if we attack our own industries um the best way is to 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 attack is the um is the main chain industries by boycotting that's where you're better off um doing your activism and things like that, not attacking the the middleman. Like, for instance, in um, Canada, they're they're going to be 35,000 down in truckers because of the mandates. And um, so you really want to support these people. That's where your homes come from. That's where all your produce comes from. That's, you know, everything, the liquor, your your grains and all that. Uh, It's no use hurting the middleman. You're already hurt. And that's the whole plan of this agenda is to hurt them so that they can bring in everyone on the welfare system and their new currency. So I was suggesting putting more cogs into boycotting and standing on those levels more than actually attacking things that are going to hurt the common farmer.
3: Would you agree with that, Jespreet and, and uh, Liz? Would you agree with uh, um, South Osmond?
5: Well, uh, the thing is that you've got um, not enough people who would boycott for a start. Right to make to make any difference, you've got to actually show that it's the workers who are going to be in control, not the people, not the elites. The elites want to kill you. This isn't a matter of um uh. This isn't isn't a matter anymore of this is going to be fixed with the usual way of doing things. They are actually out to kill you. Not to. It's not an economic thing, um, and it's not a medical thing. It's an actual. It's an actual war, and you know you can't. Okay, it's not going to. It's not going to take long to bring them to heel, um, if people do it and feel their power, because then they can. Then they will feel the power to boycott if they want. Um, it gives the it gives the um, the people who are who are already against it will will open up um, and the thing is that it's only going to be for, as I say it's it's only going to be for a few days because we know this from um, from the situation that happened in um, in the UK in the sixties that was the only actual successful strike. It was it was a strike by the um, rubbish people. So it's got to be, you know. I know it it sounds hard, but this is hard. You know, it's it's life and death here. It's not it's not something that can be fixed with half measures anymore, because they have ta- they have not taken half measures with us. They have closed down the economy. They have closed down the economy. Them, you know, the elites have. And, and this would only be for a short amount of time. And it is, is and the and the aim of it is to, to bring down all of these mandates and open up the economy again. So you have to close it for a few days to open it up or as long as it takes. Because right. these businesses are going to be dr- driven to the wall anyway. They are. They, so that's the whole aim of it. So you'll only have a few corporations at the top with the party, um, you know, whatever they call, going to call themselves, you know, Nazis. Um, and, and and that's the way it works. And all of the small businesses are going to go to the wall anyway. They're not going to stop where they are. They're not about healthy economy. They're about this destruction. <laughs> and all we have to do is stop them for a little while and then we can start up again but in freedom rather than in servitude is what we've been doing. There's no, there's no yeah. playing half, halfway, Mark, with these guys.
1: I, I have to agree with Liz. Um, they've, been, they've been designing uh, the sort of technology that's just going to put a lot of people out of work, and they've been desperately trying to do the math on the economics to try and make UBIs work, but they don't work it's just not feasible, and so it's it 's purely an economic decision they've made they 've they 've drummed up the the ethical reason being climate change um, to sort of give themselves this moral compass that is non existent because it's bullshit but it 's really that they they have found a way to create more efficient slaves out of machinery they have that technology, and so to uh, reduce the what they've termed as harm onto the general public. They're, they're just going to wipe out the stupid ones by telling them the truth and lying to them and um, asking them whether they'll give up their earthly pleasures just to uh, go to the pub or um, for a jab that's going to eventually break down your immune system. And they literally tell that in the way that they describe how it works, right? It bypasses your innate immune system. It gets your active immune system working. Um, and the reason why you don't get as sick well, after you've had your jab, well, theoretically, is because your active immune system is working to fight off synthetic toxins. So, I mean, you could actually label this intermittent poisoning for no gain whatsoever, except that your immune system works and tries to defend against spike proteins. So if you're going to get sick in that period, your active immune system is working anyway. And then after a while, when you, you do this over and over again unnecessarily because this was likely an endemic from the start, your immune system starts to break down. Oh, who would have known? And then your innate immune system stops working and all these viruses that wouldn't normally make you sick, they make you really, really sick. And all the elite are going to do is point to everybody who said, nah, not for me, I'm not stupid, and go, it's their fault. So if people really don't start figuring out how to do this with honor and a little bit of force, uh, the world's going to be a place that's not very friendly. So stand up to these people, start empowering people, and, uh, yeah, stop it.
3: Brad Flutie oh is speaking, and Brad was attacked by police officers. They would be law enforcement officers, wouldn't they be, Brad? He was attacked on Monday this week, uh, last week, early last week, and um, so uh, Brad knows what it's like to come up against uh, an unlawful arrest. That well, That's what happened. Now, you actually weren't arrested. That's the thing. The media all over all over this country have been saying that you were uh, arrested, but you weren't arrested because the top police uh, at the police station that they brought you to and brought you into the car park didn't want to have a bar of it because they knew that you knew the law better than they did. And so Brad Flutie. Thank you, Brad. Um, Liz, what do you think about what Brad was saying?
5: Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've got to. I've got my head off. But yeah, I'd okay, love Liz, to yep. stay and talk. Yeah, uh, I've got another podcast thing to go to. Yep. Um, to, to organise some uh, some people to go on strike. <laughs> so Good on you. Okay, well, don't. I shouldn't call it strike because they think they're going to lose their wages. Of course, under Section eighty three, you don't. Um, oh, I see. Okay, so yeah, Thanks, yeah, Liz. good, and congratulations, um, Brad. And uh, sorry, yeah, congratulations, Brad. And um, yeah, the um, they do know that 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 we're doing the lawful thing, and they're they're on the wrong side of the law. And um, and most of the lies that are told are just to break our our spirit and break our morale, and we've got to keep that up. So so. Keep at it, guys, and we'll we'll talk again soon. Thanks very much, Grant, for inviting me on.
3: Thank you, Liz. Hope to hear from you again. Um, what do you think, South Osmond? Do you do you do you see where Liz is coming from with the way she wants to go about it? Um, I like the sound of it. I like what Liz was saying. So all you do is you go to the the Liz's Facebook page. Uh, and uh, it's um, the, she has uh, prepared letters there section 83 n z go ahead um south Osman
4: yeah I find it very hard with um, letters and things like that at the moment mm. during um, the wars that we're at and um, I think it's just gonna uh, i think I think it's time for a little bit more than than letters and and um, peaceful protests
3: All over the world, there's protests, isn't there? We're not hearing about it here in our media, but um, through through um, other um, channels, we're hearing about it and seeing it. Um, So, when you say letters and peaceful protests, what do you what do you you've had enough of that? What do you think we should do?
4: I think it's time for the um the rope to come out and um, sort this out the way that it used to be sorted out. And we all know, well, most of us. You probably know that it's all corruption. It's all coming down from the top down and it's all against us and it it is a war. So during war times, um, the most civil thing to do, in my opinion, is to bring out the ropes and um, start putting these people in the streets and set an example. It's treason, tyranny.
3: It it is treason, but then aren't we behaving in the same way that they're behaving by doing that? Don't they need to be judicially uh, tried and then dealt with? I think
4: the, the judgment has already been brought forth of what they've actually done to their, their countries, these people. yeah. So I think the proof's in the pudding myself. That's just another um, way of um, stepping around the actual fact of what is actually going on. Yeah.
3: Well, what do you think, Shane? Do you think he's- I,
2: I, I think we're missing a step first. Mm. And I think that step is activists. We haven't seen very many activists, or if we're, if they're around, in numbers, we're not seeing what they're doing yet. But if we look at the book The Prince, if we study uh, righteous indignation, excuse me, I saved the world, for Andrew Breitbart, Saul Linsky's book, Rules for Radicals, what we know is because they've lied so much, which has been brought up, we know that Omicron isn't all that dangerous and literally like a cold or a, a mild flu to come through. What we wouldn't do is start taking these measures... Red Light, Red Light Plus, I think they're calling it now. And uh, having another track and trace, that's coming. She mentioned twice now that she was going to change the way the system works. And I guess, I'm i guessing it's going to be you don't get into wherever without being tracked and traced digitally. So I think that's coming. So we need our activists and our activists can go out there and find the dissent. And I've spoken with quite a few businesses who are, who are done with it. And they said, you know, we got our two jabs. We did what we were supposed to. Now we're supposed to be free. They're talking about a booster, and that's just not right. So there's there's dissent out there, even in the people who have already done businesses specifically. Even in the businesses who've already taken all their steps, they fired people. They've done what they were supposed to. And now they they feel like she's coming after them again. So I think it's incumbent upon activists to get out there and stir up that, you know, do agitprop prop. And be agent provocateurs in the background and stir these groups up because there's a lot of power in those groups. And I don't think we're currently utilizing their power against this government the way it could be.
3: Larry, you've been quiet. What do you think? And Oz, did you want to respond to that? Yeah. First of all.
4: Yeah, I agree with House there. Um Also, what I wanted to put in with, with what I was saying is that it comes to the point, like, we we can be gentlemen and we can keep re-quoting the um, shouldn't we do it by this and shouldn't we do it by that and all that yeah. sort of aspect. Oh, yeah. But when it's actual, actual um, tyranny and it's in our face and we can actually see the whole agenda, I don't see the lynching aspect as um being irrational. Believe me, I don't want to do it. I don't want to see that sort of thing happening. But, um, and I'm not instigating that on a, oh, wow, I'm an angry person. I just want to do it. I just want to I, – I it just seems to be at that point. Look, we're talking two years into this now, all right? Mm. Talk, 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 talk. Where is it getting us? So there, there comes a point, surely.